Hello, wellness warriors. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health Models with Violet, Patch Hat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. Today, we're talking about maintenance. So we had a question in the community post you posted a couple of weeks ago. And one we had was from Singit about maintenance. So do you still follow the high fat part to stay in maintenance? I only ever hear you speak of meat and veggie, maybe once in a while an occasional avocado. So the first thing like what, that struck me with that question was that the high fat part of the keto diet, because we often say that keto is not really not necessarily a high fat diet. Interesting because the way that I do keto, people might believe that I'm doing a high fat diet only because I actually do add fat to one of my, so one of my morning coffees, I add fat. Um, so I guess to answer her question, do I still follow high fat? Well, I theoretically, I guess I kind of do. Mm. However, when you look at how much fat I add, is that actually that much? So I add, and we did the math the other day. It's two tablespoons of actual fat and then two tablespoons of heavy cream. So when you do the math well, on those, like about, we're talking, we're going to talk calories, but it's around 300 calories, right? Yeah, if you do the math on the calories, it's about 300 calories. About 300 calories. Um, but the reason that I do that is because when I don't do it, I, I go back to weight loss and I'm trying to stay where I am. I am in maintenance and I've been in maintenance for about a year and a half. We're probably going on two years now of being in actual maintenance. But that's an, impor an important part. Like you decided that you were going into maintenance because you were losing weight and you got to a stage where you, you didn't like it. Like you, 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 you kept losing weight and you were basically too thin for your own liking. Right? Yeah. Like I think if people go back and look at some of my older videos and actually some of them still come up now because I'm posting um, some shorter videos that I had filmed a long time ago. So if you look at some of my videos, you see that I'm like in those videos much thinner than I am now, but it was an uncomfortable thing for me. Like I really, I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy how I was looking. I went down 10 pounds less than my original goal weight. So the funny thing is that it turns out that my original goal weight was pretty spot on. It was the weight that I actually look and feel comfortable at. So I'm back now to my original normal goal weight. Okay. So I guess the question I have is, when does one decide to switch over to maintenance versus uh, because you actually lost the weight you wanted to lose but it's not my case and and for sure i'm more like in a plateau than a maintenance although like i think i'm i'm hitting more i don't think you're in a plateau no, because I, I, you're not really eating on plan all the time it's true it's true it's true so i'm just trying to to like to bring the ideas out do people make differences between like uh, eating too much carb uh, versus plateau versus deciding to be on maintenance actually? <laughs> okay, well, the number one thing that I think differentiates a maintenance food plan and a plateau is whether or not you actually believe there's more weight to lose, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but again, it's belief because my body has a number, like a weight number that when it gets there, it's not going to go below that willingly. If I'm eating like, let's say I'm eating like everything the way that I'm supposed to. Yeah, yeah, there's a number. Like if I would have kept losing, there would have been a point at which my body would have stopped letting me lose, obviously. I think that's the same for most people. Like there's going to be a weight that, but the thing is what happens when you're not comfortable where your body stops? So for me, I wasn't comfortable where my body was going because it was still on a weight loss trajectory 
And I wasn't feeling that. I was like, no, no, no. Like that's starting to make me, me feel uncomfortable. But what happens when your body stops at a weight that's still above where you had hoped to be? Hmm. Right. And so now the question is, is that a plateau or is that really where you're supposed where to you're be? Supposed to be. Yeah. So there's two things that I will put in front of you to think about to like answer that question. Because if your body pauses in the weight loss, but you're still outside that number range that the doctors give us of what's healthy, you're probably in a plateau. Am I going to say that it has to be a plateau? No. And there's one other, one other scenario that I can think of in the moment that would suggest to me where you might be above the number, but that it's not a plateau. It's like where your body is going to stop. Hmm. If you're a person who does a lot of moving, lifting, like you're really, really active, you might have a lot of muscle on there. And so the number might not dip down to where mm -hmm. you think the number is going to get to because you have so much muscle. But in actuality, you look fine. So that's the other thing I would say, like, don't just trust the scale. Look maybe, at yourself. Yeah, maybe a better uh, indicator for that would be your fat percentage. If you have your fat percentage measured and then you're, you're, you fall in the category really lean and you're still like on the top of that range, you're still fine. Like you're healthy and... I would also say you could, like, if you don't, because getting your fat percentage measured can be tricky, but mm. your height to waist ratio. Oh, true. If, you're, if your height to weight ratio is great, you know, 50% or less is height to weight, waist, or is it waist to height? I can never remember. Am I saying it right? Which one's, mm -hmm. which one's on top? <laughs> the height. Hopefully the height. Okay. So the height, <laughs> yeah. If your the waist was twice as, as long as your height, we would all be in trouble. Yeah, it, that's funny. As you said, yeah. it, it became very obvious. If your height to waist ratio, so height to waist ratio is 50% or less, then you're probably fine, right? Again, I, it's very rare that you see the, where those numbers are not matching up. So I think like that's the scenario where I could see like a muscular person, maybe mm -hmm. not falling into their numbers. Now, if you are over the weight, not muscular, your height to waist ratio is not less than 50%, you're in a stall. But then the question becomes, why am I in a stall? So if I'm actually eating a very healthy ketogenic lifestyle and I'm still in a stall, mm -hmm. it probably means that there's internal work happening, that your body's trying to clean up some stuff and put you in a better position because we have to keep it in mind that our body it prioritizes certain functions you know but but still before going there you still need to make sure that you're at 20 grams of carbs or less per day so so i think this is the important part like it's not just being healthy i think you can be healthy like with a little bit more but you do like the regular oh, the, the recognized keto okay number. so when i say so, healthy ketogenic yeah, lifestyle yeah, like but you, it needs to be like i'm thank you for saying it out yeah. loud but yeah so when i say healthy ketogenic lifestyle that's what i mean i mean you're eating less than 20 grams of carbs a day you're mm -hmm. eating low glycemic vegetables as much as possible yeah um but, that you're eating healthy fat like you're not eating processed fats so no canola oil vegetable mm -hmm. oil like, so you know I, the expectation is that if you're doing the things that are healthier and your body's still in a plateau situation chances are very good there's internal work happening mm. and but here's the thing that's good news one of the problems that i think we have is that we don't recognize that it's not about weight loss it's about healthy and my body is not my body tries its best to prioritize me being healthy the reason that all of us, myself included, were overweight was because my body was trying to keep me from dying. Five grams of carbs, guys. I was eating 300. What was my body going to do but put it away as fat so I don't die? Mm -hmm. 
So like we get mad at our body for doing the thing that's keeping us alive, giving us another day to work on it. But we shouldn't do that. We should be happy. My, my point is also, if I go back a little bit, don't assume anything. Don't assume you're still eating your 20 grams uh, of carbs per day or less. If if you're on a stall and you think you shouldn't be, there's something going on happening. If you do everything right and you keep track and you measure and like, that's fine. Like, like you said, your body is cleaning up and is doing internal stuff. But don't hesitate to go back on tracking, on measuring, on weighing your food because like we all know i know like creeps are are there and like uh, you start yeah yeah you like nuts uh, you like cashews cashews are a little bit more carby you have to check your labels you have to weigh you have to measure your your servings because the, these can easily push you over your 20 grams uh, of carbs or like or more like if you if you into um into those nuts if you think you shouldn't be on a plateau then let Let's get back to basic. Let's get back to tracking, to measuring. Now, the other thing I'm going to add there, I wasn't going to say this, but you mm. just made me think of something. Um, cheat days mm. and yeah. and being off plan slightly. And this is where it becomes really tricky when we're early in the process. I actually encourage everybody throughout your weight loss process to track everything so that what you just talked about doesn't happen. If I'm tracking everything, then if I'm if my weight is not moving and I'm overeating, I know why my weight is not moving. We, we have to stop lying to ourselves. If I'm eating 30 grams of carbs per day and my weight loss stops happening, it's because I'm eating 10 extra grams of carbs per day that my body actually needs to store away as yeah. fat. I need to stop lying to myself and trying to pretend like that doesn't matter. That, that cookie, that french fry that I steal from my kid, mm -hmm. that uh, the, co the keto treats that I'm making, mm -hmm. that I eat too many of, like all of that stuff matters. Yeah. So if you're overdoing it, you need to be honest with yourself. Is that why the stall is happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so you actually had, had a video like not so long ago about those like little creeps where like you have a bite of ice cream, a bite of french fries and 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 let, yeah they count so you need like if you want to get back to basic you need to track them and you so, did the math on that let me like remind people like yeah, one like, tablespoon of ice cream was like oh like, it's a couple grams like just like it's probably like two three grams like a square of chocolate like i remember we yeah. talked about that like so in, it's it's uh, it's not video. insignificant but, is the point right two grams here like yeah, four french fries four. was two grams of like it's yeah. like two grams here one gram here at the end of your day You've added an extra seven grams or eight grams that you're not tracking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go back to maintenance uh, for a bit. So you, you're doing everything good. Like we, you fall in a situation like you did. You you want to stop losing weight because like uh, your your body maybe is it, your body is gonna work toward um, losing more weight than you actually wanted to. Like like it was like your your case, um, and you want to switch to maintenance. So. It's interesting here, like you had it fat, like your coffee in the morning to have a couple like hundred calories more fat. The thing you want to avoid is adding carbs to that diet. So thing is you don't, don't use maintenance as an excuse to get back to your whole habits and eating carbs. That's going to put you like right where you were before you started that journey. So it's important to, when you feel you want to stop losing weight, and don't go mad about adding fat. Just add a little bit until like your weight stabilizes. That's if you need right? to. Like if, if you're you still to. on a downward trajectory, yeah, yes, you'll true. have to add some fat. But if you're 
I mean, some people just, your body just stabilizes, mm-hmm. right? So it depends if you need to. Like, and yeah. maybe, like, I mean, in, again, in all fairness, I'm adding two tablespoons of mm-hmm. fat and two tablespoons of heavy cream. Like, that's not a lot. No, no. <laughs> right? So it's like, we, it doesn't take much for our body to restabilize. Mm-hmm. But when, if you start adding, I'm, I'm scared to call this, but, but I, I, if you start adding, like, fun things to restabilize, mm-hmm. then you're putting yourself back in that situation where it's about what you're eating rather than being healthy. That's just a scary place to be, right? Yeah. It's kind of where, that's, unfortunately, that's what got us in trouble in the first place. Mm-hmm. So trying our best to look at it from a very logical point of view. Like I do like coffee. So I'm not gonna say that I don't like coffee, but adding a bit of fat to my coffee versus eating something, I find it very different because I would drink the coffee whether I had the two tablespoons of fat in there or not. I probably would still have the heavy cream, mm-hmm. but it would just be a heavy cream coffee. So I would, if regardless of whether I'm having the, the extra fat or not, I would still drink that coffee. What we need to keep in mind is not to put ourselves in situations that potentially trigger bad old habits. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking addiction in that case, especially like we're still, especially if you got to your ideal weight relatively shortly, like let's say you've been doing keto for six months, uh, all those addictive um, triggers are there. Like if you go back to adding carbs, like in a matter of weeks, you're, you're going to be like completely off plan and, and you're going to go go back to storing fat as crazy, like, like get your carbs into fat and you don't want that. And what's really scary is how easily we store fat. Yeah, and, and what's scary about that too is that as we progress in time, the amount of fat we store, like it seems to increase. So there's that yo-yo thing that happens, right? Mm-hmm. That you start off at 200 pounds and then you lose, you get back at 150 and then when you regain, you're at 220. And then when you lose back to 150 and then when you regain, you're at 240. And like that, for some reason, when we regain weight, it's so much easier and we are able to push a little bit extra storage. I don't even know why that happens. And it might be interesting to see if there's a doctor out there that can help me understand, like, why does that happen? But the end result is that when you go through all of that work to lose, and I mean, I'm saying all that work, in fairness, keto, like I lost 70 pounds in five months. Without suffering too That's much. <laughs> insane. Without, without suffering su- at maybe all. Maybe the first, the first, key, first few days of keto flu. I had five. But, my, yeah, my keto flu but, days were difficult. I would say, no, I, w- I would honestly say my first month, just putting my mind around putting certain foods down and picking certain foods up. But I would say after a month and a half where I've actually figured out the spices I like on what kind of vegetables, hmm. sailing. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, now I don't even bother with the vegetables, but that's a whole other story. The funny thing is that it, if I allow myself to go off plan even a little bit, I could see one, two, three, four, five pounds jumping on the scale like really fast. Why does that happen? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. But we need to know that it does happen, right? So better for me to pay attention Mm -hmm. to what I'm eating, right? And and just do better for myself than put myself in that position. So if we get back to Singit's question, like in the beginning, so she, she mentions, I only hear you speak about meat and a veggie and sometimes an avocado. You, we still eat meat and veggies and avocados, whether you're in keto or like not in maintenance or in maintenance. That didn't change, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so like we said at the beginning, keto is not a high fat diet. You don't you have your fat from your your meat that you're eating. You're having a nice salad with a full fat like Caesar uh, Caesar dressing or your favorite dressing. But like there's you cook with your fat, but you don't. But you don't like add 
artificially had fat unless you really need to. So, so your diet before maintenance, after maintenance didn't really change, except no. not for not like um, uh, caring about the vegetables, but like that was just you not caring about vegetables. I, I've never cared about vegetables. <laughs> yeah. So that's unfortunately just my personality. Mm. But, um, but I think the thing that I'm also going to just add to what she's saying there is because she's, a, is it a high fat diet? One of the reasons that keto gets classified as a high fat diet is because it's so low in carbs. And once you diminish that amount of carbohydrates out of your diet, well, then the energy source that you're actually getting your energy from is fat. And even though, I mean, in fairness, I do believe that the average American, the average Canadian, the average Caribbean is eating that amount of fat anyway, mm -hmm. which is part of the problem that we live. It's that we're not just doing a high carb diet. We're doing a high carb, high fat diet. That's now, do we buy low fat yogurt? Sure we do. Mm. Do we buy low, um, sorry, lean meat? Sure we do. But then do we also f deep fry our chicken? So we take that lean chicken breast and deep fry yeah. it? You eat in, that your in favorite poor, fast food? In poor quality oils? Yeah. Do we turn around and like eat um, French fries? Mm -hmm. Like, do we eat what? chips? Honestly, like, we eat yeah. so many, I'm sorry, we yeah. eat so many high-fat foods on our low-fat diet. It's yeah. actually crazy. Yeah, think about pizza. Pizza, you have your cheese, you have the pepperoni, high, like, high-fat. Uh, you Like, sometimes you had oil on your pizza. So, so even a pizza is a high-fat or high-carb, like, food. Like, honestly, so. almost everything that we eat is high-fat, mm -hmm. high-carb. When you go to a restaurant, and you order a hamburger with french fries, that's a high fat, high carb meal. Mm -hmm. When you order pizza, it's a high fat, high carb meal. Most people at home are still eating, even at home, high fat, high carb meals because we're still frying things. We're, we're to, we, we do the lovely mm -hmm. thing. This drives me crazy. We do the lovely thing. Now, like, now that I think back on what the heck I was doing, that I'm gonna have a salad and this low fat, blah, 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 all of it low fat, and then I'm gonna turn around and have a cheesecake. Or mm -hmm. I'm gonna turn around and have cookies with like a bunch of butter and whatever. Yeah. And it, how is that any like there's still if I make homemade cookies and there's a bunch of butter and whatever, that's still a high fat little. Yeah. So I feel like we do things without realizing that what we're doing doesn't make sense. I'm doing low fat in my meal, but my desserts are still high fat. Chocolate. Yeah. <sighs> like I used to love having brownies. I remember like. I remember first and foremost, if my mom made a pan, was that pan lasting a day? Um, but I remember also like we, I would buy a brownie in high school. So either brownie or chocolate chip cookies, maybe sometimes both every single day of the week in high school. Like it's crazy, but like we don't realize that there's a lot of fat in the stuff that we're eating, but then we're turning around, we're having low fat yogurt. So, so in the end, yeah. So, so before, after maintenance, the same diet, and we, we we call it keto, but if if a rig, like regular person, even doing healthy on the standard American like standard American diet, you just cut the the pasta, you cut the rice, you cut the grains, you cut the dessert, soft drinks, you, soft drinks, like every like you need to really pay attention where the sugar is. If you consider yourself like eating healthy, you're probably close to keto to to do a super low carb. Uh, like if you stuck if you if you stick with well, the meat, we still have those high glycemic vegetables they need to pay oh, attention sure. yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, you'd need to be careful with those like boiled potatoes and carrots. I really meat. do feel yeah. that the reason that people have yeah. such a hard time doing a ketogenic lifestyle is that when you take it seriously, you're not eating cookies. Yeah, you're not well, eating chips. 
But you're not eating a lot of the junk food that people like to eat. I'm sorry. I feel like if if we could still have those things, then people would do it. And that's why a lot of people in keto in the keto world lean towards those replacement foods. But the problem is that when you look at those people, they also end up in trouble, mm. right? Because even those replacement foods are highly processed. And so you're still getting more carbohydrate mm. and more chemicals than your body is able to manage. And so a lot of the time you still end up in trouble with those things. I know what I'm saying is not popular. Mm. I know what I'm saying is against the grain, but my job here is to talk to you about being healthy. And I'm saying it because I want you to consider that if I process a bunch of almonds to make this delicious cookie for you to eat, if you sat down with a serving of almonds, you would need about five servings to make that cookie. So how that they're going to say that those numbers are equivalent, mm, like to me, I don't get it, mm. right? Is that just the almond flour? We still have all the other things. In the so mm -hmm. I want us to think about it. I want us to be logical in what we're doing. I want us to aim at health more so than getting our entertainment from food. So in your question, saying it, I think the thing that I, I want you to realize is that the reason I talk about eating meat, veg, the occasional avocado, I do eat cheese. I do eat nuts occasionally. I've really, I've really had to back off of that. I do eat seeds I know though. No I, your place. I know there's no nuts at my house anymore okay, because yeah. Violet can't control herself. Yeah, and, I try to. and I need to, I need to be more on, to, on top of things. And when I go to your place and there are nuts there, I'm happy, but kind of mad at you yeah. because you know, I'm coming over. No, when you come over, I'm not buying them anymore. <laughs> but, 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 but this is reality, right? Like I need to be aware of like my, my, my tripping points. Maybe you can link those videos like uh, here, but like you have a couple of videos on addiction like recently and or to becoming, I don't know <laughs> where we are and like with the, <laughs> the video posting. But when you feel you're losing control over a food, that's like you need to realize that like it's when you're it's, it's getting like in addiction territory or carbs are creeping in, like I think. Yeah, I mean, like I did with the, with the nuts, like I did with the nuts too. And, yeah, like honestly, uh, like when when it was back in the day, and I didn't have a chocolate bar for the day yet, and I'm like my spider senses are tingling, mm -hmm. and like like I want to jump through the window, and and now the same thing can happen to me with nuts. If I mm -hmm. allow myself to eat nuts, and I have a day where there's no nuts in the house, I'm like, Wah. it's like okay, you know, like there's a part where I have to start to realize that's not a good thing for me to engage whether it's there or not i should allow myself to eat something better if you're hungry this is what i tell myself when you're hungry violet go get a meal right stop being snacky mm. and the, th the truth is i don't go get a meal at that point because i'm not actually hungry i'm just i'm just knowing that they're there this is how strong the carbohydrate thing is because mm -hmm. when i don't eat nuts for a while i can see them and be like yeah whatever but as soon as I let myself eat them. Yeah. So bottom line, keep your 20, your, your grams of carb at 20 or less, whether you're in maintenance or not, or not in maintenance or in maintenance and play with the amount of fat. Like if, if you, if you see your body, like stepping in your own fat, it's probably because you don't have enough fat in your, in your diet. So you had a little bit more could be a fat bomb could be like you do a little bit the more fat in your coffee although like maybe not every so you need to find what like fits you find the, so, yeah, the fat maybe the a little fat. bit a little bit more dressing in your salad could be just that so. like i said when you are uh, in weight loss mode track 
everything. Yeah. When I was in weight loss mode, even how much salad dressing, I put the salad bowl on the scale. I added my salad dressing until I got to the number, mm -hmm. right? I think, I believe I was putting two tablespoons in my salad. There's a reason for that because I know if I don't mm -hmm. do it, I can put three, I can pour, I love salad dressing, right? But is it really what I need to do? Now I can overdo my salad dressing a little bit because I'm trying to stay in maintenance, mm -hmm. right? So it's true, like what you're saying is spot on. Pay attention and find the source of the fat or the carb, depending on which one, that mm -hmm. might be keeping you in out of weight loss mode mm -hmm. if that's what's happening. And for, for seeing it, if you're looking to know why we only talk about eating real food is because honestly, that's what we're encouraging you to do. Yeah. Eat real food and manage your weight by eating your real food. If I need to eat a little more, I eat a little more. Mm -hmm. But this is not a high fat diet. It's a normal low, fat diet. And it's a low carb diet. It's a low carb, low diet. carb diet. And I mean, it, and we can only call it a low carb diet because the standard American diet, standard Canadian diet pushed us to be in a position where we were eating way too much carb. Mm -hmm. This is a normal diet, Yeah. right? This is, go back to 1900s. The early 1900s or the 18, the late 1800s, you were not eating 300 grams of carbs a day. Mm -hmm. So you know what, guys? If there's more questions about this, put them in the comments below. Mm -hmm. um, let us know how you have either allowed yourself to get into maintenance or what you're doing right now to continue to be on your weight loss journey. Health journey, actually. Why did I call it that? What you're doing right now to be on your health journey. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Patch Out Edition. We love making these videos for you guys, wellness warriors. Oh, always happy that you're here. We have <laughs> t-shirts. We have Patreon in the description below. Yeah. Love making these videos for you guys. Talk can't wait to, to talk to you. Go ahead. <laughs> talk to you next week. I can't wait to talk to you again next week.